weighing in at 1.3 million licensed agents, you've got NAR with a sentry lock tool, okay, which has basically been the access control system that we have used for, they were saying uh, sentry lock is 19 years old. Okay. So for nearly 20 years, the NAR has basically controlled the real estate data, realtor.com, the MLS, et cetera. Right. And now in this corner, weighing in at multi billions of dollars, okay, funded com almost completely by real estate agents who are slowly but surely funding their own demise through Zillow. Okay? You've got Zillow and showing time in the other corner right now. Okay. And a battle royale is about to ensue. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Wow. Oh, yes. Yeah. Amazing that we have our entire audience with us today. And obviously, that sultry voice in the background is none other than our executive producer and all-around badass, Mr. Jonathan Winston. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hello out there. Hey, now, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I guess I'm a badass, you know, that's what I, that's what people have told me on multiple occasions. It's kind of becoming a, a little, it's kind of becoming annoying at this point, but you know, I just take it in stride, but I kind of wanted like, to talk about like restaurants and like, do you go like badass table for two? Does that like do people respond uh, publicly? I mean, you know, I try not to flaunt it that way. It's usually just kind of like an, <laughs> like an eye, like eyebrow ways or like just a type of nod right, and right. they kind of know what's up. But I'm not I'm, enough about me. I'm talking about the real badass here. You guys weren't here. You guys weren't there last night at the private oh. label distillery with my Ooh, guy Donnie yes. Corum and his uh, and the Whiskey Picks, his new band. They were they were shutting it down. They were rocking out. We had some good drinks. Tell them about Great, it, man. man. Yeah, you know, we uh, started this new band, as you mentioned, so we're Whiskey Picks. Now, so here's the thing. Uh, we're going to have Kevin on the show here eventually, a good buddy of mine, but we've known each other in the real estate world for years, uh, kind of reconnected in the last couple of years, and uh, started. we started playing a couple about a month ago. We're like, you know, it'd be cool if we took this show on the road instead of playing guitar in our living rooms, you know, sipping whiskey, if we actually took this thing and started uh, – started playing publicly. So we were going to start a band. I've been in bands before, so that seemed pretty normal. But then – then it's like, you know, it'd be cooler if we took this whiskey band thing that we're doing and we had our own branded whiskey, right? So that immediately spins into having this conversation with the private label distillery, a local distillery here in the Colorado Springs, Colorado marketplace. And so we meet with the guy and he's now brewing our own whiskeys. We're going to have Whiskey Picks Whiskey, the Whiskey Picks Band. And then last night was our first official show we were calling it a rehearsal but the first time we performed um in front of uh, live people and great turnout played some great music it's kind of a, a country rock eclectic thing yeah i know i'm a black guy right i got a thing for the whole the darius rucker country vibe but we added some cool rock elements to it and just absolutely loved it had a great time so thank yeah, you just, to everybody who showed up cook. thanks for just being there the man cook. He, he was doing it man he was do he was doing his thing he, he's definitely certified 
Hey, I appreciate that. That was, it was a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. We've got a lot of stuff going on, the whiskey picks thing. And the, you know, we're going to tie that in to the foreclosure deals coach thing. And like, seriously, man, when, when are we taking this whole show on the road? Are we going to get some uh, events in now that Corona is toning, toning down? You think we can get out there and start meeting some people? I think that's I think that's the plan, man. I've been uh, studying some new courses, you know, getting some uh, good information from people who have done it before, and you know, just uh, you know, looking to put our own spin on it. You know, we both kind of have musical inclinations and proclivities, if you will. So, um, yeah. just getting out there and, like you said, meeting the people, shaking some hands, kissing some babies. Well, I guess we can't kiss the babies with the Rona, but you know, like yeah, I'm 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 a cool guy. You know, I I I, I get a lot of sunshine, a lot of vitamin D, a lot of vegetables. So I'm healthy, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's get to the show before we get too out of hand with all that. Um, so the title today, we actually have an article from the NAR, uh, sorry, and Housing Wire wrote it. Let's give credit where credit is due. Housing Wire picked up an article. As always, we're going to post this to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Facebook group. So go join up with that. Request access. It's fast. It's fun. It's free. And we would love to have you in there. But in the group, we're, we're going to be posting this article where they're discussing NAR schedules a proxy war with Zillow. So let's talk about what's going on here. A while back, we did a show on Zillow, who we, we just... We, we, we don't we fantasize about them something really bad happening to Zillow, right? Where we're just kind of hoping that at some point we can get this monstrosity out of the real estate industry. And it's not because Zillow in and of itself is bad. It's that it's bad for the consumer. Okay. When you have a large aggregator of data controlling all the real estate data, able to manipulate what people see or think about their real estate, it becomes dangerous. If you think about monopolies forming in every space, imagine for a minute, there's only one utility company, period. Where will utility rates be, right? Uh, if you look at cell phone companies, we have Verizon, we got AT&T, we got Sprint. Well, there's a reason why you need more than one provider. It's the only way to make sure the free market system continues to operate, okay? Right. So Zillow is now becoming a monopoly in a lot of senses in the real estate data space. So you're thinking, well, data doesn't have any value. Let rethink that for a second. Currently, the most active currency in the world is access to data. Give that some thought for a minute. What is Bitcoin? It's a data provider. If you look at it, it's actually the idea behind it is that they're not logging the transaction data, right? Because all the banks have always kept track of what we're doing. In the end, Bitcoin is a giant database of coins being transferred back and forth. That has been monetized and turned into a currency that's being used internationally right now. Okay. So if you listen to the big talking heads in the, the tech space, Gary Vaynerchuk being one of my favorites, he speaks to the fact that data is becoming the new currency across the board. Have you heard of this, uh, the non-fungible token thing, the NFT thing yet? Yes, Jay, sir. you've been around I that was, yet? Uh, I was, uh, Watching a discussion from the guys on Earn Your Leisure with another podcaster called 19 Keys, I believe. Um, yeah, and they were okay. just kind of just, uh, just breaking down the concept um, just in general, like you're saying, non-fungible tokens and just the uh, the power and the impact of being able to create like one of one items and monetizing like rarity, basically. Absolutely. And one of the things, one of the examples I actually heard Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking is actually putting NFTs on jokes. So this, this lady came on the show and she's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian. She sounded funny. I don't know. Or hot. One of the two. It was hard to tell. Um, <laughs> okay. But 
She's like, you know, I'm a stand-up comedian, and like, how could this work for jokes? And, and Gary's like, listen, absolutely. At, at this point, every bit of data that's out there in cyberspace, in the cyber world, is going to have this NFT attached to it, okay? So you're basically getting a digital information stamp, and that becomes your official copy of ownership of that particular data piece. Does that make sense? So yeah. whether it's art or it's, you know, it's a collectible, it's a joke, any currency you can trade. So Bitcoin really is that. It's actually a currency version of the NFT. Now there's going to be NFTs everywhere. Let's take that back to this article a little bit, okay? Zillow has been tracking real estate data for years, accumulating it, and then reselling it back to the agent population at an extreme premium, turning them into a billion-dollar company. After that, they went and they acquired Showing Time, the industry leader in home showing appointments, okay? So now you not only have pricing data, but now you have showing data. Why is that important? Because if you know at what price things get the most showings, you will be able to tell because the entire byproduct that drives real estate transfer is still people accessing the property, okay? It's changing over time. We've got Matterport kind of coming in. We do Matterports on all of our properties now. So there's a digital currency that's transferring in showing data virtually, but right now, actual access to property makes up most property transactions. Would you agree with that? For sure, I would. Okay, so if you suddenly now, you have two, two guys duking it out here, Century Lock, which is owned by the National Association of Realtors. So in this corner, right, weighing in at 1.3 million licensed agents, you've got NAR with a Century Lock tool, okay, which has been the access control system that we have used for, they were saying uh, Century Lock is 19 years old. Okay, so for nearly 20 years, the NAR has basically controlled the real estate data, realtor.com, the MLS, et cetera, right? And now in this corner, weighing in at multi-billions of dollars, okay, funded com almost completely by real estate agents who are slowly but surely funding their own demise mm -hmm. through Zillow, right? You've got Zillow and showing time in the other corner right now. Okay, and a battle royale is about to ensue. Who is going to control not only the data that makes up all of real estate, much like the stock market, which is a series of data blips. This is the buy price and the sell price. And these giant stock exchanges, the New York Stock Exchange, right? The NASDAQ are tracking the buy-sell prices in real time. Billions of transactions happening every single day. And now it's happening in real estate right before our eyes. Okay. It's been happening anyway. People have been buying and selling properties since the beginning of the real estate market. And that's really the beginning of time because as human beings, we've always needed a place to live, right? So that data has been trackable by the NAR for years. And now suddenly Zillow showing up with not only all of the real estate data granted to them by us, the real estate community, we handed over our data basically for free, okay? And then they sold it back to us for billions of dollars. And now they're trying to track the showing data as well. Not, I'm sorry, trying is not is a misnomer. They now have access to pretty much all the showing data. Because see, the thing is, is Century Lock is the lockbox that goes in the house. So if you are selling a house 
listed, they're going to put a digital lockbox on your front door. Okay, that lockbox um, has gone through various iterations. But the first iteration, you know, when I was getting in the industry, was this little calculator-like tool we had to carry around with us. Um, it was a real pain in the buttocks. You had to update it daily. You had to put in a code in the stupid little calculator tool, and then you could put the calculator tool on the lockbox, and it would open the lockbox. So when I got up in the morning, it was, you know, everybody else is like keys, wallet, phone, right? They added on to this stupid calculator thing, okay? And it was a, it just a royal pain. I had to carry this thing everywhere. I did. I had this thing on me all the time right? Over time, they moved that calculator device into our phones, which is where it is now. But the lock boxes are now accessed from our phones via these sentry lock lock boxes that are basically the encryption system that gets you, you open it up and it gets you access to the key. Okay. The access to knowing the showing data has always been there, but only now has it been monetized in this proxy war between Zillow and the NAR. See, in the past, we may have cared about how many showings of property we're getting, but that was very localized data. You cared about showing data. So as a real estate agent, I could go to my client and say, hey, uh, you know, as you know, because they were in your home, we got six showings this week. Um, this is the feedback I'm getting from the showings, yada, yada. Okay. Zillow's aim is to take the human element out of real estate. And no matter what they're telling us, you know, they're not, I actually saw this stupid article. Zillow's not trying to kill the agent, bro. I mean, like they're going to do some of the transactions, but like, they're not trying to take us out. So you think they're going to stop at taking 90% of the transaction? <laughs> you know, if any multi, you know, you, maybe McDonald's like, you know what? We don't want like all the burger business. So we're going to leave some of it for Burger King because we're just really nice people. Are you kidding me right now? Do you honestly think they're going to stop? They're going to stop at a couple of the transactions and leave the rest of it for the lowly real estate that they care about? Don't this is naive. a multi-billion dollar company. Okay, they're here for one purpose and one purpose alone, which is to eradicate the real estate agent from the transaction. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. We need to wise up, people. You guys got to listen to what's happening right now. And listen, this is not just me and my high arch. I got to be frank with you. I'm not even really a real estate agent anymore, right? In the end of the day, I am more investor and coach than anything else. My favorite part of my day is this right here, being on the sh- my, my own podcast, right, with you people getting a chance to tune in and listen to my rants and raves here, okay? This is my, I'm not even a real estate agent, but a lot of my friends are real estate agents. 
Okay. And my, my livelihood, the very, the world that I created relies around this industry that I know and love. Okay. So watching this happen while the agent stands by and goes, it's going to be okay, bro. They're not going to take us all out. It's terrible to me. Okay. So how is this war going to end? You want my opinion? We've already lost. No, no. I know it's horrible, right? But I just don't see any reason at all why once Zillow controls all the property data, then combines access to retirement means I can't keep building for the future. Let's retire that thinking. And if you think every target bank fund can deliver the same long-term results, let's retire that thinking too. I don't know what the hell happened there. Hopefully we can cut that out. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can. Uh, let's just count it back okay. in from where you where you came from. Three, two, one. So there is no chance, in my opinion, that they're not coming to take the entire industry out. Okay, and all I can do as somebody who loves this industry is explain to you that this these are there's a wolf in the chicken house right now. Okay, and if we don't at least pay attention to the fact that this guy is a wolf circulating amongst us, then he's going to take us out without any resistance at all. On the flip side of that, if we could be aware that there's an attack being mounted against our entire industry and listen, for better or for worse. Right. The thing about it is, is maybe just maybe the real estate agent is a necessary part of this transaction. You know, I don't want to face that. You don't want to face that. It's kind of like, you know, your postman. Right. The postman is like, you know, we're going to miss the postman. But when email came out, the postman should have started looking for another job. <laughs> right. So maybe our, the, the eradication of the real estate agent is not bad overall. But I, I feel like the only way to make sure is to fight back a little bit. Okay. Because if we leave uncontested, it'll be bad for the consumer. It will definitely be bad for the real estate industry overall. Okay, because one guy controlling access, not only to all the real estate data, but also all of the access to these properties could be absolutely devastating to our industry overall. And I got to tell you, not having professional personal advisors in any industry generally leads to the the detriment of that industry. Right. The idea that people everywhere can access a professional, be it a lawyer, if you're trying to get a law issue worked out, a real estate agent, if you're trying to get an agent worked out, a CPA, if you're trying to get your accounting figured out, tax law is super complicated. Right. So you have two options. You can figure out tax law or you can hire a CPA. I personally think you should hire a CPA. I think you should be experts in every single field. Okay. If those experts are wiped out, the consumer will suffer in the end. That's a promise. Okay. That being said, if it's inevitable, we need to start fighting back because we can, we can prolong the time period. And that's where I'm at. We have to look at what's happening here and stop being in denial that Zillow has no intention of taking us out. This is not another my anti Zillow rant. So it's coming across that way. This is genuine concern for the business that I know and love and the consumer that I believe will be affected if this goes the way it's heading right now. Right. So step one, you want to get involved in the fight, read the article. I'm going to post it to the foreclosure deals coach Facebook group. Take the time to put down Instagram for a little bit and read the article. Okay. Number one, if you're informed, it's a whole lot more difficult to be destroyed if you know what's going on. Okay. And then read other articles as to what's happening right now in the war that wages on between Zillow and the real estate agent. 
Okay, I would say this would be the gauntlet being thrown down, but I'll be frank with you. They threw the gauntlet down years ago. We're just acknowledging it now. The decision has to be made. Do we want to protect the industry or do we want to let it go the way that the insurance industry went? The travel agent went. To some degree, the car dealership went. All of these were eventually replaced by online aggregators that took out entire industries and replaced them. Now, was it beneficial overall? That depends on who you're talking to. I'll be frank with you. Being able to go online and change my Geico policy when I picked up my new Range Rover, I was able to hop on there, you know, add the car to my policy, get a quote for it, which was ridiculous, but nonetheless, and walk out of there without any, any interaction. That was pretty cool. I'm not going to kid you. Some of these conveniences are good. You know, do I feel bad for the insurance agent? Not really. At this point, it's a, um, you know, it, it's a survive or don't world, right? If you are letting yourself become irrelevant in whatever field you happen to be in, hey, truck drivers, listen up. Tesla's releasing an autopilot truck. Okay. How long are we going to need truck drivers if there are autopilot trucks on the road? They're safer. They never sleep. They're electric. They're better for the economy. I don't know. Well, you know, they got to, they got to figure out that technology, but you know, safer. I mean, do they? Because they've been testing that technology in cars for the past five years. Now I had an autopilot Tesla, man. I usually, I would ride back and forth to Denver, be on my laptop, cars driving. You know what I mean? I think they've already perfected the technology. The only question is how long before they release it to the open market and truck drivers were fundamentally unemployed, right? The world's changing. That's going to happen either way. All I'm saying is as it's happening, we should be aware of what's happening and plan for a future that has, you know, doesn't have as many real estate agents in it or has no real estate agents in it at all and, or fight back and delay the inevitable. But one of the two, I feel like the Terminator, right? Remember, remember that movie? Like when the, 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 they just take over what was, what was the computer uh, Skynet. Skynet. Skynet, Skynet yeah. came on and decided to launch nuclear missiles. That's Zillow for me. Zillow is Skynet. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> scary stuff. Like, uh, we have robotic so, we'll Welcome so to your home. You're John Connor, right? So you're saying you're John or so you I'm Sarah John Connor. Okay. There you okay. go. I, I want to be John. I mean, I could be Sarah. I got, I got the hips for it. <laughs> no, you're John. You can be John Connor. <laughs> Skynet is alive and well in the real estate industry, ladies and gentlemen. For sure. And if, if you are listening to this right now as an agent or somebody who wants to purchase real estate, let me tell you, the, the right now, the, there's a billion-dollar industry that they can take away from real estate agents. Okay, They're going to take that money they're going to put in their pocket. They will not stop there. Okay? Private home ownership will come into question next. And I'm not saying at the hands of Zillow. I'm saying at the hands of somebody. Right? At, at some point... The way this entire country, and I'm not trying to scare people, and I, I've got messages that you're, you're such a, you know, a fear monger. I'm just telling you the writing's on the wall. You can go to socialist countries all across the world where basically the real estate's owned by the government. And they're just cool with it. This is how it is in their world. You, know? you can go to certain cities in, in, the, uh, in the United States. New York City comes to mind where homeownership is just generally not an option anymore unless you're one of the uber rich, you know? And here's the thing, as a guy who wants to be one of the uber rich, I guess to some degree, I'm cool with that. 
you know, but if you're not, if your desire is not to be one of the Uber rich, if you want to keep, you know, some degree of balance, I'm a hardcore capitalist. You need to know that. Okay. In the end, I believe that the people who figure out the problems with whatever industry should be rewarded in the form of profit. You know, I just, I think that's how the market should operate. That being said, Zillow found a problem, real estate agents. And they're seeking to remove that problem. And what is the problem? Because they're bad people? No, I don't think real estate agents are bad people. I just told you, a lot of my friends are real estate agents. I was a real estate agent for 15 years. I still have a license today. Okay. The problem is they're expensive. They had 6% to every transaction on average. Right. Zillow looked at the trend of the market was heading in and said, if we remove that 6%, we could probably keep 2% of it, eliminate the agent and make billions. And they're doing right now. So, you know, I don't want to be negative. I, I want the, you know, this show is supposed to be fun and lighthearted. And entertaining. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> what I'd like to do is turn that polarity around. What can you do about it? Cross sides. I mean, a big part of what we do with the foreclosure deals coach thing is we teach investors, a lot of them, former real estate agents, how to continue to profit from an industry that's no longer going to be real estate agent focused. The end is not on the, it's, the end is nowhere near. We're nowhere near the end. Okay. There's plenty of runway right now. If you're looking to change the momentum and protect your financial future, especially if you're a real estate agent, you should be contemplating learning how to do some real estate investing. And if you were doing that, given that you're listening to the show, I feel like one logical person you might want to call to learn how to do that could be me. You know, I've done over 200 flips in my lifetime. I currently own eight properties. I have built now, I think we're up to six people who I can confidently tell you have earned a $1 million net worth result of the training that I've offered them. Most of which I did so as a real estate agent. I helped them buy and sell rental properties. Their portfolio went up in value. Here's the thing. It's not that impressive in the, in the mindset of if you wait long enough at any investment, it will eventually go up to a million dollars, right? On the flip side of that, real estate has a lot of interesting pitfalls to it, as does the stock market, as does every market. So I simply, through my coaching product, assist people in avoiding those pitfalls and building their portfolio with a, a lot less risk for certain and substantially faster than trying to figure it out on your own. Much like my stock advisor does for me on helping me build my portfolio. I got multiple advisors in that space because I know a lot about the stock market, but not near as much as I know about real estate. Okay. So if you're not looking to become a real estate expert, but you want to invest in it, we should talk about that as part of the foreclosure deals coach thing, right? Reach out, schedule some time, we do a quick consultation appointment. We discuss what's going on. A part of this is about scaring you as to what the market's going to do next. Another side of this is helping you to understand that if you get out in front of it, you're not only going to be unaffected by it, you may benefit from it in the long term. You know, And that sounds a little heartless to those who are going to be wiped out by this, to those who have made their entire profession off of being a retail real estate agent. I, I, for what it's worth, I apologize. I apologize that the industry is shifting. That being said, we can't stop progress. Progress is progress. You know? So I hope you'll get a part of it. I hope you'll stand up. I hope you'll make a change in your life right now so you can get out in front of this and not be a victim of what's going to happen next. And if you don't, when it happens, just remember I told you so. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're going to hear first. Foreclosure deals, coach. Right. 
Seriously, you heard it on the show. Like I, I told you this is going to happen. So if you're sitting around 10 years from now, Donnie didn't tell me nothing. Well, you know, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. It's changing and you better get out in front of it. Let's conclude with facts. I think I beat on you guys enough for one day. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. I'm so excited about the whiskey picks thing. I'm so excited to get the music side of my passion involved. We, I certainly hope you'll become a part of that. So uh, check out hashtag whiskey picks. Um, see what's going on with that, especially if you're local in the Colorado market. But like we talked about, we're bringing the entire foreclosure deals coach show on the road. So coming to a city near you, we're going to do some talks, some, uh, some coaching offers mm-hmm. all across mm-hmm. the country. Cause we're getting clientele and coaching students everywhere. So I'm super excited. I get to meet you in person and maybe we can jam out and play some music too. you know, kind of combine some fun there. So with that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach reminding you now and always don't buy a house, buy a deal. A deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.